This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, we're getting closer to the NFL draft. We're just over a week away. Uh, Some uh, news and notes trickling in from around the league. And the first thing I wanted to touch on today was uh, the report uh, from Ian Rappaport that Alejandro Villanueva is going to visit with the Ravens at some point this week. They're not going to sign him this week. I would imagine not. Well, and here's why. The comp pick formula ends on the 27th. Right, 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 right. He's not going to sign for peanuts. He's not going to sign for peanuts. They're not going to sign him before that and then hurt their comp pick formula while also helping the Steelers' comp pick formula. Right, right, right. It's a double whammy yeah. for them. And right, it, it makes perfect sense. I found it odd, though. Like, I would imagine he's the best available tackle right now. Healthy one, yeah. Yeah. And I think Orlando Brown has a, a legit chance to get traded. Yeah. But Russell Okung is out there as well. But Yeah. And say I'm not sure how healthy he is. The yeah. more you say that, but, but it's Fisher and guys of like that. Yeah. yeah, good point. But is Al a right tackle? He could play right tackle. I mean, I, or I, you know, you could play left tackle, and maybe they're thinking about trading Orlando Brown during the draft. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, Orlando wants to play left. Stanley's a left. Al's a left. Somebody hops. They they may want to open up their. Hey, if we want to check, kick the tires on Villanueva. How healthy is he? Mm-hmm. What can he do? We've played against him for years. We know what he is. Yeah, right. They have a great, great trio. Um, if we get to a point in the in the the draft and somebody says, "Hey, we'll give you a second round pick for Orlando Brown," I think because that's very we possible. because we don't like what's available now for us mm-hmm. in the tackle market. Okay, you know they'll do it but, and then and then sign Villain the wave after the draft. But then Alice play right potentially. Yeah, I mean, well, the problem here is maybe you meet with them today and yeah. say, "What do you think about playing right tackle?" They don't know uh, Stanley's had multiple surgeries on mm-hmm. that leg, too. So, I mean, if you sign Al and you're the Ravens and you traded Orlando, you still draft one. It might right. be, it might be Spencer yeah. Brown. I mean, it might be a, it might a, be a project a true, guy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it goes to the point of if you're meeting with them right now, I think you have to broach the subject of do you are you comfortable playing right tackle? And he may or may not. Yeah. You know, but uh, that's the need right now. But you're right. Stanley's hard to count on, too, to play 16 games at this point. Yeah. Interesting. In fact, I, I you know, the stuff that I saw is he might be ready for the start of the season. Well, that doesn't yeah, sound yeah, promising. Yeah. Right. You're right. <laughs> or even if you don't want to draft the tackle, you know, if they're looking at it like, boy, we need edge and receiver, we're not going to trade Orlando. We'd like He's to take tackle. Right. Yeah. We'd like to take tackle off our. Mm-hmm. board here but we need six offensive line sets yeah. at times and you know Al would be our opening day starter because it's not looking good for Stanley maybe yeah and they I think up. I think the Steelers are in that same kind of situation right now where a lot of teams are the more they're waiting to see what they do in the draft and then they'll make a move on a tackle you're going to see that a lot I mean I give them that, that there's a lot of tackles that tackle draft. market the veteran tackle market was not picked over nearly as much as some of the other no. markets I mean and usually they get overpaid and Absolutely. Most years, Al, Al would have been signed somewhere for probably more than he's worth at yeah. this point, you know, um, it, because it is a really good tackle class. But there's always needs there. I mean, if we went through all 32 teams, I bet we'd come up with 20 that could use a tackle, including Pittsburgh, including Baltimore, that as good as this tackle class is, 
only a dozen or 15 of those are going to get somebody that they're interested in. And then you get him to mini camp and camps and realize, ah, this guy's really he's right. raw. He's yeah, going mean, right. to need, need time. He's need a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, um, the Fishers and Okungs and owls of the world will all be employed if they yeah. want to be. You know? Yeah, they'll right. get they'll get you know they'll get scooped up at some point here. I, I got to ask. I wonder the, if the Steelers are on the market for any of those. Potentially. I mean, they might be in the same yeah, I mean boat, they've, they've already know? signed Joe Haig, who's uh-huh. kind of fits into that role. He's a younger, younger version than Maybe some of those guys, and he's he's got more health. In his right. background. And I would say he's a better athlete at this point, too. And, you know. Yeah. And less accomplished. Let, let's look at this real quick here and, and how deep this tackle class okay. is. I was asked today, what is this a deep draft overall or is it? Hmm. I, I said I thought it, I thought it was just because of the position depth at some key positions. Cornerback, tackle, linebacker, we wide receiver. the edge guys today on my podcast. And I thought – and when you really look at a list and you – I thought it was deeper than I had given it credit for, you know, just yeah. t- focusing on one position. I think this this draft goes five rounds or so deep in guys that, that could come in and help. Yeah. Four to five rounds, which is typically let's is a spend, pretty deep draft. I don't know if this is what you plan on doing or not, but let's just spend two minutes and talk about each position if it's deep or not. Okay. I'm looking here at the tackles. I got uh, Sewell, yes. Slater, Derrissaw, Jenkins. Leatherwood could be a tackle or a guard. I think he's a tackle when it's all said and done. Yeah. He's got long enough arms. And, yeah. yeah. He's a little inconsistent. Uh, you're looking at Stone Forsyth. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some guys here that have emerged that we weren't talking about a month and a half ago. No, that, without question. Uh, Eichenberg, Sam Cosme, Dylan Radden, Spencer Brown, Jalen Moore, Walker Little, Brady Christensen, John Ball, or Josh Ball, Jalen Mayfield. That's I mean, You're talking like 14 deep there. Yeah, as I say, that's... Those are all good enough James players. Hudson, Deontay Smith. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're getting into 16, 17. And deep. you didn't mention, like, Carmen, um, Jackson Carmen, yeah. or, you know, so, some of the guys that are probably guards. Like, that whole list, I think pretty much all those guys are tackles. Yeah. In a normal year, a guy like, you know. Spencer Brown could be a second-round pick some years. Yeah. Samuel Cosme is probably a first-round pick in a lot of drafts. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, Eric Fisher went number one overall. Went first overall. Yeah, I bet there's five or six in the first round still. And there's still that depth there. Mm-hmm. You know, guys who are going to go in the third round go in, in the second round in previous oh, years. Guys in the second in, round were first-round picks. I don't think you mentioned Walker Little even. Yeah, I mean, Walker Little is a, a strange yeah. one. You know, right. Um, so there's there's some good depth there. Uh, same thing, I think, you know, the, the offensive line overall, uh, the interior guys are, you know, there's some depth there. I, I mean, the kid at Stan, the center at Stanford, could be a starter on the right team. Yeah, you know, and he's the fifth center off the board. You know, uh, usually I think there's two or three starting centers. I think there's five or six this year. Yeah, you know, I mean, so I think that, that and, and that, another maybe three or four guys who are starters down the road. I don't know if you get to ten. Maybe not. Well, not. You know I, I mean? said maybe guys maybe. who, who right, right, may, right. maybe turn into a. Hey, I'm we got like a green in a year. Is yeah. a, is probably a starter. Or, but you look at a, like let's say uh, you know a lot of people have talked about the kid from Penn State, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Manet. He, right he, he could he could go. You know, again, I'm just looking at pure centers here. You got Dickerson, Miners, Humphrey, Myers. Yeah. Uh, I think they all project as starters. Yeah. I think Green, if he's a center or guard. Dalman, if he lands lands in the right spot. Yeah. He's a Niner yeah. or a Ram or right. Green, uh, you know, people talk. Uh, Drake Jackson's a little undersized, but. I think he's a backup. Bro. Yeah, but he's yeah. probably a backup. Trey Hill yeah. is a guy that, you know, these guys, Jimmy Morrissey from Pitt, I mean, he had some some traits. that. But there's six or seven probable starters within a year or two, yeah. which is rare. And then you add the guards into it where you have, again, 
Kendrick Green or, or uh, who else are we looking at there? Jack Anderson from Texas mm-hmm. Tech is, is another are- one. Probably day three guy, but he's probably a starter in this yeah. league when it's all said and done. Um, so there's some some depth at that position. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I agree. Uh, overall, I think it's a very deep line class and and works out really well for the Steelers. More so a tackle and center than guard, but yeah. the guard group's pretty good. Yeah, you could. I mean, some of those tackles will move to, to guard, and some of those tackles and especially guards will move to center. Yeah, you know, some of the Notre Dame dudes, or you know, yeah. there's a couple uh, options there. But I think there's depth there. There's depth at linebacker. I think there's a ton of depth at off the ball linebacker. Yeah. yeah, I mean the only it's easier in this draft I think to name the spots where it's not deep defensive tackle, D tackle, tight um, end, tight end is not deep, running back, running back is not deep. I don't know if I, if quarterback is or not. I think that's a weird conversation. I don't even include the quarterbacks in that conversation because they're going to be five taken, maybe even six taken in the first round. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that's where they all belong. I'm hearing more and more that Mond, Trask, and Mills. Won't get out. Won't get out of the second round. Yeah, you know, which that's pretty crazy. If eight go in the first two rounds, um, some of those will be pushed up. I mean, I'm not sure they all deserve it. Yeah, I don't uh, know that safety is super deep. I wouldn't say so. But yeah. There's a lot of corners, but there'll be corners that will move to safety. Yeah, so, there, you there'll know, be that, some conversions. There. Yeah, um, but there are a lot of corners. Yeah, all shapes and sizes. The wide receiver class is is a kind of a strange one. I think in it's that deep though. The three guys at the top are. Star, you know, yeah, potential yeah, yeah, yeah. top ten picks, and then there's going to be a a gap, mm-hmm. probably. Before that was sort of similar last year, though, with Rugs, Judy, and Lamb. But then we saw eleven of them taken in the first fifty picks, mm-hmm. you know? so, which I still think is possible. I think there'll be a lot of day two receivers. Yeah, I'm not sure there'll be a lot of first round receivers, um, but there's a lot of smaller receivers though. There's not as many. Yeah, those Claypool big types. Yeah, you know, the big guys that sure. can run the typical, the prototypical type. So I think overall, I think it's a pretty deep draft. I do too. I do too. And we're we're hard on the running backs outside the top three, but I've kind of a couple of those guys to, will hit. Yeah, Herbert or yeah. you know so a couple of doesn't those mean guys, they'll be stars. They'll but they'll be stars, but I bet they're on your fantasy team and you're starting them one day. You yeah. know what I mean? A couple of those type of. But that's guys. not what the Steelers are looking for. No, that, no I mean no. that's our that's been our point all along with that. Right, like, right. look at their roster. Right. They don't have a starting running back. I mean, two years ago, they'd have been in the market for those type yeah. of guys, or you know. But this year, I think they need a yeah. starter. Now you need a guy. You don't right. have you don't have James Conner here anymore as your bell cow. You need a bell cow. You have all. The and you can't stuff, you can't yeah. go in and hope that you get a bell cow in the no. fourth or fifth round. No, that's I, not I good business. Agree. But most teams with running back quote needs, they'll go get somebody that's adequate. It's right. not a great running back. If line, you've already, but, you know, for example, well, just look at the Cardinals for example. Yeah, okay, they already point. had Edmonds. Mm-hmm. Okay, they could they could live with him as a starter if they had to. And I think they're planning on it. I think yeah. they'll lead the team in carries. And then they had they had Connor to the equation. Mm-hmm. Well, so now now they got two guys who, if they had this start a game with them, they're fine. Yeah, and if Connor's hurt, they can live with it. Yeah, and they'll probably draft one in the fifth round now right. or something like that. And uh, just that guy a might guy. play. And maybe he hits, maybe he doesn't. But but you don't you don't need room. to. You don't need him to. You don't need him to. But he might in week 10 be their bell cow right or next year be their guy right 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 you know there's a lot of teams you can take that you can take that chance Mm -hmm. the Steelers can't take that chance they can't take that chance I mean they need a guy that they can hand the ball to a lot early and not put the offense on his shoulders that's asking a lot but be a foundational player of the offense yeah and I think there's three of them right yeah I mean how many other teams are in that position Right now, that they they need to get a starting running back. Atlanta, maybe. I say Atlanta and the Jets. The Jet. I mean, P. Ryan right now is number one in the Jets. If you're going to break in Mac Wilson, boy, it'd be nice to give him one of those three yeah. backs. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think Miami is, but wouldn't kill them. Wouldn't kill them just because, right? Because they're they're uh, they don't care who they run out there. Mm-mm. They got a you know they've got a stable 
Um, the thing about kind of the same thing with San Francisco, kind of. But it, boy, they traded up a lot of assets. Can they be taking a running back high when you don't have any first round picks the next yeah. couple of years? You know what I mean? And that yeah, I'm sure Shanahan thinks he can get Chuba Hubbard, right? Yeah, you know, turn yeah. him into something. Yeah, yeah. I mean he hits on. He has a lot of Mostert like tra- you know traits. Yeah. Get him in the fourth round, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you see some Tevin Coleman comparisons. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. He's fast, you know, and he's aggressive, but he's kind of straight line ish. Um, but the thing is, what which of those teams can afford to use an early pick on the big three? Like I don't know that Atlanta can. They're not going to take him at four, right? Are they if, they, t- if they trade down to ten, that's still too high. Well, if they trade down to ten and pick up other seconds and thirds and stuff, yeah. then maybe their early second is a running back. But not their not in the first round. Not in the first round. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they loved Harris and they moved to Washington's pick, eh, that could be a Harris spot. Or if yeah. they moved to New England's pick, maybe that's a Harris spot. Um, but my other point with them too is, if they stick, they're going to take an offensive player. Can they take two offensive players with their first two picks, considering how bad their defense is? Right. I don't think. But they need a, a they need a starting running back. They need a starting running back. Yeah. Right. So unless if you want the Steelers to land one of the big three, I think you want Atlanta to pick at four. Yes, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I mean that doesn't guarantee. It I'm not, and I'm not sold that that's going to happen. But I also don't know that Atlanta moves down far enough that they get off the offensive guy right. anyway. Because I, mean, I don't think I mean the, for for somebody to move up to four from somewhere in the teens, mm-hmm. it's going to be super expensive. Right. I mean, New England to go from fifteen to four is giving up three first round draft picks. Yeah, I would say. and that would be completely. Uh, Belichick has has never taken a quarterback in the first round. Though. Right. Ever. I mean, he lucked into. He probably would have if he had ended up Brady for a million right. years. But they've drafted a lot of them, but not that high. Yeah, the highest one was Garoppolo in the second round. If Atlanta would get the, I mean, Washington stands out to me. Like, what do they pick? 20, 21, something like that. And they would have to give up a bevy of picks. Right. And I don't know that they I, see. I don't know that they're going to be in the market to move up to four. I don't know if Atlanta's in the market to move to twenty all the way to four from to four to four fifteen to, or twenty. Moving is, from four to twenty is a that's I mean, a Julio. Jones you were bad player. last year. Right. 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 And so I you, could, you earned the fourth pick in the draft, and now all of a sudden you're going to slide back, and and you're built. Chase you're, Young might have to be involved in that. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you know your I mean? quarterback's right, yeah. 36. You're built to win now. Right. The, and, and Julio Jones is in his 30s. These guys are mm-hmm. built to win now. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, so that's... So I want all these future picks. Yeah. You know, I was I'm, reading something I about that. Cal Pitts and live with it, you know? I was actually reading something about that yesterday that the owner, Arthur Blank, mm-hmm. um, is saying, hey, look, we're, we're at four. If there's a quarterback there that we like... We're not in this position every. It's kind of like the the you know the situation with the Steelers in in, yeah. in two thousand four or two thousand yeah two thousand four, where if you're not in that position all the time to get that quarterback. You got to take the quarterback. I think there's a very strong case for that. And they're both they're. I mean, if you feel like you're gonna not, you, you feel like you're gonna be in the twenties, from here on out, you know, and everybody thinks they are right. <laughs> you know, but that, that's a solid organization. But you look, yeah, and you right. look at we've talked about this before when you look at that division. Well, okay, Breeze just retired. Brady's not there forever. Brady's not going to be around right. forever. Carolina's rebuilding. Right, right. Is Darnold going to take over the division? Probably yeah. not. Is Winston going to take over the division? I mean, I think the Steelers are a, a better organization. and a, But if the Steelers are picking four right now, they'd be taking four. They'd be taking a quarterback. Yeah, it'd right. be Lance or it'd be Fields. Or, you know, and you'd be glad to do it, even if you think Ben had a year or two. But the way Atlanta restructured Ryan made it sound like 
we he's going to be our starter for two years. It'd be really hard to get out of the Ryan contract. It would be, yeah, but but teams do it all the time. No, I mean, it's not like teams don't do these things. I don't know. I, I they're a really interesting team to me. Yeah, it, it also doesn't mean that Ryan doesn't retire after. Could you know could this season? I mean, he's he's an old thirty six. Mm-hmm. I mean, he 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 looks his age. They have a, a, a they have a potential out after the twenty twenty two season. Yeah, with him. So I mean, he it gets, looks like he's a two-year starter. Yeah, so you get this year out of him. Um, if you cut he's him, definitely going to start this year. If you cut him after this season, he's he's a forty million in dead cap space. Well, as we saw with the Steelers, I mean, you can finagle restru- it again. Restructuring Roethlisberger, you can make that work. Yeah, and they really had to make that Ryan move just to get. They were in worse shape than the Steelers. Yeah, just to get cap compliant. And next year the cap goes up, and maybe mm-hmm. you say, okay, we got a good young roster here. The new quarterback that we just took in the yeah. fourth overall, we're we're ready to move on. I think there's a real – I mean, I, I honestly think there's like a, a 50% chance they stick and pick, but the teams that would have to come up probably be Denver. Like, to go all From the way nine, back yeah. to – And, again, to, to get back to our original concept here, nine's too high to take a running back. They're not taking a running back, though, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, they might take Waddle or and they might get they might get Denver's second-round pick. Or next year's first or – Well, I'm sure they're going to – I'm sure there's going to be next year's first involved, but mm-hmm. they may also get Denver's two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you worry about the take. Then back. you worry about them jumping up two. ahead of you, you know, because then they'll have two early second round picks that somebody may mm-hmm. say, "All right, I'll take both those second round picks and give you 20. <laughs> but if I were them, I mean, I would just take a back with one of those early second round picks. You know, Steelers right. take Harris maybe, and you end up with Williams, and you're fine. Yeah. You know? I mean, if they love yeah, Harris, they because they they're going to have the fourth. Uh, they're going to pick 36. Yeah, I'm say that early second. Yeah. Now could easily be a back. Because you've got so many other things, you can address the defense with your other picks. Yeah, I mean they're the key to the draft right now. Yeah, I mean, we know three quarterbacks are going to go. If they stick and pick, I would still consider taking Kyle Pitts and try to win now. I'm not sure that's the smartest move. Yeah, you know? I mean quarterbacks are hard to pass up. Quarter, again, if you're if you're not a team that typically drafts in the top ten or in mm-hmm. a, you're you're not you're not typically in a position to make that pick. Yeah, and you you have a friend like a. A, a clear-cut franchise tech, look uh, quarterback looking you in the face. Justin Fields is sitting there. Do you take him? I, I tend to agree, too. Yeah. You know, it's different if you're Miami, Philly, the Jets. I mean, you have multiple picks next year already. Right. You know, you got a lot of assets next year that, okay, we'll hang with Tua. You know, we'll hang with Hurts for this year. And Philly might have three first-round picks next year. If Wentz works out, right. they get three first-round picks next year. So build a nest and see you see if you have something that hurts. He's cheap, and then you move up next year. Where Atlanta doesn't have that that working for him. No, they don't. And again, their quarterback is thirty six. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and again, wasn't the most mobile guy to begin with. You could maybe even trade him a year from now. There's that too. I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, he has a great year, good offense. Trey Lance is sitting on the bench. Ben retires. The Steelers say we'll give you a third round pick for him, pay him. Thirty million for one year, and you know, yeah. There's thing. So many teams like that. His 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 base salary in 2022 is sixteen point two five million. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, he, now he's got a he's got a seven point five million dollar roster bonus in there, but again, you're still talking about twenty three million dollars for a starting quarterback with a cap that goes up twenty percent by then, or yeah. you know, ten percent or whatever. And then. even the next right. year is is in twenty twenty three, it's twenty point five million hmm. with a seven point five million dollar roster bonus. Yeah, if I'm Atlanta. It would take a lot for him to give, me to give up that pick. Yeah. I mean, I would consider going to eighth. You still might get a quarterback. And eight. you still might get the right. fifth best quarterback. Yeah, you might get Mac Jones, you yeah. know, or, or if he's still out there. But 
Yeah, Atlanta could end up with a back in the end. Yeah, yeah. If they move out of four, but I don't see them taking one before the Steelers pick. No. Like I keep getting questions about well, what happens if both Harris and ATN go before, before the Steelers pick. Do you just take Williams? I don't know that that's I, – I, I, I can't wrap my mind around that because it's just – I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. Because the they're not going to go – they're not going top 10. They're not going top 10. I don't think they go top 15. I don't either. I mean, so you're going to tell me that two running backs are going to be taken between pick 16 and 24? I think the Jets and Miami's second pick are your landmines. Yeah. And – the Jets are going to have not both going to take running backs. No, because they both got high. Sec- they got, high, they got seconds. high seconds. They can yeah. get after the Steelers take Harris or whatever. They'll still probably end up with ATN or Williams or whatever, and they have a lot more needs. Right, like the Jets need O line. They need edge pass rush. I mean, expensive things, corners. Um, you know, Miami I think has a really good chance. They'll probably end up getting the skill guy who's left. If they take Penny Sewell, they'll probably take a receiver with their second first round pick. If it's the other way around, they end up taking Tevin Jenkins with their second-round pick. You know? Right. So you never know. But, I mean, one of those teams could love Harris without question. And that would make sense for a young quarterback. I'm sure that would be – but I don't think two go off the board before 24. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that two go. I, right. I think there may be one gone, mm-hmm. and okay. Uh, but Right I, now, Vegas odds are .5 running backs go in the first round. I'd go over that. I would go over that, too. Yeah. But that just shows you – I mean, it's based on recent history, and you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and the Steelers are probably the the one that Vegas is count is is worried about, or you right. know, thinking is the is the one, you know. So that tells you a lot. I yeah. think they'll have their yeah. choice of running backs. If not, one will be gone. Yeah, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people. They have to trade down. They can't take the running back at mm-hmm. twenty four. They have to trade down. Well, that's all well That'd and be good. ideal. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's good in theory. Sure. Uh, but when you get to the twenty fourth pick and nobody's on the phone calling you, you know, you got to prepare for it. Yeah. yeah. Now you got to be ready to make your pick because otherwise, are you calling people up on the? You're not going to get as much if you're no, call, no, if no. you're the one making the phone calls. No. People know you're you're hot to get out of that spot. And calls happen before the draft right. too. I mean, maybe Tampa calls the Steelers the night before the yeah. draft, saying you look like a team that could trade back. Would you be interested? Sure. Uh, and you get the deal worked out. But we'll give you yeah. thirty-two and sixty-four if our guy's available. Right. And then he gets the he goes to the pick before, and then that call doesn't happen. And yeah, or you know, you know, you get to that pick twenty-four, and let's say you know one of the running backs is gone, and then you're well, not. No, interested I'm not in interested in moving anymore. back. Right, yeah. Right. Right. No, I think that's very possible. The other thing, which I think would be extreme, but I got a lot of word today that Dickerson, Landon Dickerson's uh, medicals were really good on the recheck. And that's third-hand information. Like, right. Landon didn't call me up. Trust I'm me. sure his agent is calling people saying, hey, Landon's, sure. Landon's checked out fine. Right. I mean, I heard Lance Erline talking <laughs> about it. It was it the same thing with with, uh, with the cornerback. Uh, with Farley. With Farley. You're not going to hear the opposite. That's not, that's not coming from teams. That's right. coming from the agents. Oh, he's good. He's good. But I've heard every step of the way, sort of like Farley, if Dickerson's a, a go medically, he could be a first-round pick. And he could be the Steelers' first-round pick, in my opinion. Right. I mean, I, I think that's a very easy landing spot. And if he's right, I'd have no problem with it. Right. It screws you up for the running back. But, but his medical history is a book. Oh, man. Yeah, right. At two different schools and right. Yeah. He'd be a great addition if you could tell me he's no worse medically than – anyone else in this draft but boy that's tough you know you look at him and even like Jalen Phillips I said I mentioned we did that edge conversation today Phillips is my number one edge and I think you agree that he's you know I like yeah. him more than pay I like him more than no way 
But if your job's on the line and you're picking those two, is it is he that much better than Pay or that you Russo can afford to make or, that right, call? Like, no, yeah. those those three concussions he had are fine. Right, this guy yeah. retired. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he, like I'm done playing football. That's risky. I mean, tiebreakers aren't going to go his way or Dickerson's way. Right. It goes back to, I mean, you know, when we talked to Kevin Colbert uh, a while back. Actually, it was last last year when we were talking to him pre-opt-outs. Yeah. And he's talking about, you know, if it comes down to a tie or if it's close between a guy who played and a guy who opted out, we're going to take the guy who played. Because we have, we, have right. we have more information on him. Yeah. Like, that's really got to hurt Walker Little. Like, we just named, what did you name, 14 or 15 tackles? And he's as talented as just about any of them. He just hasn't he's played football two, two years. years. Yeah. I mean, he's going to lose a lot of tiebreakers. Yeah, when we had Lance's airline on, he's like, I'm going back and looking at, at half of a 2019 game <laughs> right. and then 2018 tape on right. this guy. And a pro day that was good. You know, he was okay. he was 19 years old then. Yeah. What's he like now? Yeah, what's he learned? I mean, he hasn't blocked anybody in a long time. Yeah. Like, why wasn't he at the Senior Bowl? I don't that's know. a bad – yeah, that's a bad yeah. mistake. Yeah, you got to be there. But, yeah, there's a lot of them this year. And – There'll be misses, and I, I've said this many times. We'll look back on this draft and last year, the whole COVID era, and I'm sure if we just focus on the scouting world during the COVID era, we'll be like, wow, what were teams thinking? And, like, you have to remember how the mindset was because there's going to be a couple dudes in the fourth and fifth round that in a normal year maybe we're second or first, yeah. <laughs> you know, just if you knew more. And, and likewise, there may be some guys overdrafted exactly. because, well, we have more information on this guy than we had on those two guys. Right. We're going to take this guy instead, and those two guys both were better, end up being better players. And that pick will happen at 36 overall. We'll be like, oh, that makes sense. It's pretty safe. I mean, not a super upside guy, and he's a lifetime backup or out of the league in three years because he wasn't good enough. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the Jarvis Jones type, you know what I mean? Like, the, hey, you kind of know what he has, but – yeah, it'll be interesting, though. Yeah, I can't wait. And as as we get closer here, um, I'm almost, it's almost We're like I'm waiting. Close. It's almost like the twelve days of Christmas now. I know. You know. And what's problematic for us is there's not a lot of news between now and then because this is when the teams are really yeah. hunkered down. And, and the only the only news that comes out now is typically the this is don't believe it season. Yeah. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like again, that Dickerson news that might not be true. You know, you hear. Third-hand information that it went well, but you're never going to hear. Boy, his medicals are a disaster. Yeah, because the people releasing it are doesn't do. They have a, they have a reason right. to do it unless it's it's a team putting the that info mm-hmm. out there and saying we want him. To, we got to try to get him at 37 or something like mm-hmm. that. We're going to see if we can put this information out there. But teams know. They, teams know, right? Teams are busy. They're locking down, building boards right now. Yeah, you know? and, and the thing that's funny too is because we've read 50 million mocks, we assume all these teams' boards have been set for months. They're just getting set now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they've yeah, got all okay. the information, and now sure. they got to put the book together. I mean, there's a chance the Steelers don't like Najee Harris at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm just you know, throwing it because they're close to the team, you know, or because we're close to the team. But they're they're building their boards now. You know, yeah. it's and the coaches just got involved recently. Yep. So. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it for this segment of The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, I want to thank my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, for all the uh, good info there. I want to also thank uh, Jacob Breck for keeping us on the air. I also want to thank you for listening to yeah. this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, Alex Smith officially retired yeah. today. I was listening uh, to a show on The Drive uh, in, I can't remember if it was a national show or what mm-hmm. it was, but they were talking about the 2005 quarterback draft. Okay. That was the year I was in the war room with the Brownies. And they said, well, that draft was a disappointment. That draft wasn't oh, I don't know about that. I, and, and they started ticking off some names in there. I'm like, that's not a bad quarterback draft. Aaron Rodgers is an all-time great. Alex Smith <laughs> last just was just retired. He lasted 15 years in the NFL. Right. I mean, as first overall picks go, he was fine. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't a disappointment or no. a terrible pick or, you know, he was a boss. He's not your Marcus Russell. Right. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Jason Campbell uh, with the 25th pick. I mean, that's not great, but yeah. he played. Uh, Charlie Fry, then you had Andrew, uh, in the third round. Then you had mm-hmm. Andrew Walter in the f- third round. The Raiders. Yeah. Uh, then you had David Green in the third round to the Seahawks. Okay. okay. Kyle Orton in the fourth round, however. That's not so bad. That's a hit. That's a hit. For a, a fourth-round fourth round quarterback, yeah. Right. Played for a long time. Uh, Stephon LaFours uh, went in the fourth round to the Ooh, Panthers. I remember that one. I forgot that one. Dan Orlovsky in the fifth round to the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um this is how quarterback picks go. Yeah. They don't usually come in and star. There are some better picks here at, at the end of this, though. Uh, Adrian McPherson in the fifth round was not one of them. He no, went to the Saints. He was an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. But Derek Anderson in the sixth round of the Ravens. Yeah, right, right. Went to a Pro Bowl. Yeah. He won some games. I he, mean, if every sixth round quarterback worked out like him, that would, yeah. you They don't that? all work out like Tom Brady. <laughs> no, none do. Yeah. Um, then it was uh, James Killen in the seventh round to the Chiefs. Matt Castle in the seventh round to the Patriots. He had a good That's career. a hit. I mean, he lasted 10-some years, right. And then the last quarterback taken that year was Ryan Fitzpatrick in the seventh round. He oh, was the, wow. the 250th pick in the draft. That's a good quarterback draft. He was the third-best quarterback in the class. You got you got five or six guys there who started. One's the, one of the best ever. Yeah. Right, right, right. Who started several years in the league. That's a good quarterback draft. I'd say that's a usual one. I mean. Aaron Rodgers, there's nothing usual about about Aaron Rodgers, don't get me wrong. But in terms of quality of what you get out of the class in general, that's a pretty average class, I'd say. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean it doesn't compare. It if you're going to compare it to 2004, right. no, it's not a good quarterback draft class. But let's compare it to 2006, okay. the year <laughs> after this. This is a bad quarterback draft. Vince Young goes third overall. Ooh. Boy, he came out 10 years too early. Poor guy. Yeah. Matt Leinart goes 10th. Ouch. Uh, Jay Cutler, 11th. And those three – I mean, Cutler's another one that's I – mean, he had a better career than Campbell. Yeah. You know, Cutler would be third on that list right. from last – you know, the year before. He he was okay. He just kind of unlikable. Uh, Kellen Clemens in the second round. Yeah. Not good. I think we talked about this last week. That The picks – when you pick from 15 to 75, you do not have a high hit rate. It's not a big hit rate, no. no. That's what makes that draft in 2005 – where you get in the fifth, in the seventh or sixth round on Anderson, Castle, Fitzpatrick. That's pretty nice. That's a that's a pretty good hit rate. Those guys played a lot of snaps yeah. collectively, or, or you know, played a lot of years. Um, played a lot of snaps. So after Clemens, uh, also in the second round was Tavares Jackson to the Vikings. Well, he played, but not, not a well. great pick. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, in the third round, Charlie Whitehurst to the Chargers. Yeah, he bounced around a little yeah. bit, but Brody Croyle in the third round to the Chiefs. Who? Uh, Ingle Martin to the Packers in the fifth round, the year Did after they took. No, I mean went to the wrong team. To start yeah, the game, went right. <laughs> um, Omar Jacobs in the fifth round That's to the Steelers. Funny, I didn't realize Green Bay had Favre, 
drafted Rodgers, and then, and the then next took year a quarterback. He was a third round yeah. pick on a quarterback. Like, wow. uh, he was a fifth round pick, oh, but still, it's a fifth. Still, and they still had Favre yeah. in the building. Uh, Omar Jacobs in the fifth round of the Steelers, the mm-hmm. two years after they took that didn't work out. Roethlisberger. Uh, Reggie McNeil to the Bengals in the sixth round. He's another athlete type. Bruce Gridkowski in the sixth round to the Buccaneers. That's a hit. Yeah. For a six. For a right. six. He's lasted a long time. Uh, and then DJ Shockley to the Falcons in the in the seventh round. Yeah. That's that, not a, that that's a bad draft class. It. No. I mean, let alone the Rodgers beats him by itself. Right. Yeah, yeah, Wow. You know, 07. You want to talk about bad quarterback drafts? Jamarcus Russell, number one overall. Mm. That might be the worst pick in NFL history. It's right there. I mean, it's a bust. Number one line. overall. Right, right, right. Brady Quinn at 22. And Calvin Johnson was the second pick. Yeah. Brady Quinn. Wow, yeah. Kevin Cobb in the fourth pick of the uh, second round. Wow. John Beck to the Dolphins with the eighth pick of the second round. He's a good quarterback coach now. Drew Stanton might be the best guy of this group, and he went in the uh, second round with the 11th pick at 43. He's not an NFL starter. Trent Edwards at, at the third round at 92. Stanford kid, yeah. Isaiah Stanbeck in the fourth round at 103. Ooh. Boy, that's a rough years. Jeff Rowe. In the fifth round at uh, pick 151. Jeff we haven't Rowe. had a hit yet, have we? No. Troy Smith in the fifth round at 174. He wasn't a hit either. No. Jordan Palmer at pick 205 to the Redskins. This is the quarterback coach draft. Yeah. And then Tyler gurus. Tyler Thigpen in the seventh round at 217. He won me a fantasy league one year because I picked <laughs> him up like in week 11 after my guy got hurt and he ran around and knew yeah. what the pistol was. and But he wasn't an NFL. That's a that's an awful that's an quarterback. awful draft. That's that, a bad one. You, that's the worst the, one. The two thousand five draft is five times better than that. Oh yeah, I mean they have four or five starters. Yeah, and, and a huge hit. Wow, but that's th- an awful that just draft brings probably. me to this. You know, when you when you start looking at this uh, twenty twenty one quarterback draft, mm-hmm. and they're going to be five, maybe six taken. There's going in, in the first two days of the draft. I think it's safe to say there'll be six or seven quarterbacks taken. I think so. Yeah. What are you getting? What are you getting? I don't know. I mean, we were one thing we did on the podcast recently was they asked us to take the last four classes. That doesn't include the Mahomes class. And they said, please rank them as best you can with how you remembered them going into the draft. Yeah. And I was really low on Josh Allen. You know, I, I had him like 15th. I was pretty high on Rosen. I had Haskins sort of high. But I mean – you know, higher than Josh Allen, but you know, I had a lot of these guys in this class higher than I tried to be as honest as I as I could be. It was a hard exercise to do, but boy, I mean, the hit rate is rough. To be honest, it's with not you. good. And a lot of these, and we had a lot of first round quarterbacks lately too. You know, that that Mayfield class had five, with including Lamar at the end of the first round. We're gonna have five this year. I mean, there's a lot of guys coming into the league. Well, just look at the the 2016 draft. Okay. Okay, there were four quarter or three quarterbacks taken in the first round that year. Jared Goff, mm-hmm. already been traded. Carson Wentz, already been traded. Mm-hmm. Those were one and two. Both those teams traded up. People forget because it happened well before the draft. The Rams and Eagles traded up big to get into those two spots. Yeah. Those weren't the original draft spots. Paxton Lynch went 26th overall that year. Ooh, yeah. He's been through three teams. He's not in the league. Christian Hackenberg at 51. That's really rough. I mean, that's awful. Awful. Jacoby Brissett is probably the best. Well, Dak Prescott was in that draft. Mm-hmm. But Brissett's 
I mean, okay. he was worth a pick, yeah. obviously, right? And, but he was a second round pick. Uh, no, yeah, third, third round, pick, third round yeah. pick, ninety first overall. Cody Kessler at ninety three. He's played a little, but I don't think he's in the league anymore. Connor Cook at a hundred. Wow. Uh, Dak Prescott at one thirty five. That's, that's a massive hit. hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four picks later, the Bills took Cardell Jones. Yeah, people were excited about that, and he never did anything. Kevin Hogan at one sixty two to the Chiefs. Hmm. Uh, Nate Sudfeld at one eighty seven. In the sixth round to Washington. Yeah, late-round quarterbacks are... Jake Ruddick. Who? That to the Lions. Brandon Allen at 201 to the Jaguars. He's played a little. But he's on like, a seventh, great, he's on right, like yeah. a seventh team. Jeff Driscoll to the 49ers at 207. He's bounced around. Yeah. And then Brandon Doty. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, Goff and Wentz, the book isn't shut. But if we're drafting quarterbacks from scratch... One and two. I'm Overall, saying, like, right, 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 and I mean, you've already moved on from them. You've already moved on from. I mean, Wentz had an exceptional season. Goff's been to the Super Bowl. They both had. They, but I mean, both of those Basically teams went to Super yeah, Bowls, yeah, yeah, yeah. but right, Wentz was a big reason they went. Yeah, but man, if we were picking quarterbacks from scratch right now, uh, they wouldn't be early picks. You know, no, not at all. You know what I mean? Like, I would. I would definitely rather roll the dice on all five of these quarterbacks than Goff. Yeah. If I'm starting a team right now, and I don't love Mac Jones. I mean, everybody wants to talk about these these day two and day three quarterbacks. Go to go back to what I think you did a thing on this. From 15 to 75 is a wasteland. It's a, it, it's a mean, wasteland. Lamar Jackson, it's Derek Carr. In like the last 10 years, it's yeah. a wasteland. Because, okay. I mean, the logic is. If you're good enough to start, you're going to go in the top 10. Yeah. Whether you're a top 10 player or not, Daniel Jones goes in the top 10. Was he a great prospect? No. But if someone has a starting grade on him, they're not going to wait till the end of the first round. They're going to take him. And plus the team's the end it's of the, the first same, round. It's, it's the Brady argument. You know, yeah. if the Patriots had known Tom Brady was going to be Tom Brady, they're not waiting until the sixth yeah, round to not. take him. Of course not. It's right. ridiculous. Same with Dak Prescott. Yeah. And, I mean, what's funny about the Dak Prescott draft you just mentioned, by all accounts— they were they wanted Paxton Lynch. Yeah. I mean, that was the guy they absolutely wanted, and I think he went to pick before or whatever, you know, to Denver, or they would never take him back. Let's look at it from 2000. We'll start with 2019. So the 15th pick in the draft that year was Dwayne Haskins. That's a miss. Drew Locke went at 42. Not so good. Those are your two quarterbacks here. Then after that, you had Will Greer, Ryan Finley, Jared Stidham, Easton Stick, uh, Clayton Thorson, Gardner Minshew at 178. Well, they're already moving on from, you know. You could say he's yeah. a hit. He's a hit. But. I mean, I think he might have a Fitzpatrick-like career. Right. He might be at Ryan. Best, yeah. At best. If he's lucky. If he's lucky. Yeah. Of those other names, Stidham's the only one I'd even take a shot on. And then Trace McSorley. He's not. I yeah. Do them either. Uh, in 2018, we saw four quarterbacks go in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Then you saw Lamar Jackson go at 32. He's the exception to the rule. Mason Rudolph at 76. He's outside the 75. He's just outside but. your 75, yeah. <laughs> but then the quarterback's taken after Mason Rudolph. Kyle Laletta, Mike Ugh. White, Luke Falk, Tanner Lee, Danny Eitling, Alex McGough, and Logan Woodside. What's really interesting to me when it you It falls those, off quickly. Those two draft classes, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. Most of those guys you are mentioned out of the aren't league. even in the league. Yeah, anymore. they're out of the league. I mean, the fact that Rudolph's in the league is a leg up over most of those third-round and later guys. He started more games than the guys behind him combined. I'm sure. And played more snaps. I'm sure. Yeah, and it's not even close. And he's and he's also started more games and played more snaps than some of the guys ahead of him. Josh mm-hmm. Rosen's. Yeah, Rosen's on he his done. team, I think. Right? Yeah. Right. 
2017. Wow, it's amazing those guys aren't in the league. For two, I mean, those guys are young. 2017, Deshaun Watson was taken at 12. Yeah, and, and then it was traded up four. And then you went all the way to 52 before Deshaun Kaiser was taken. And that's a bust. That's he's a in bust. That, he's in yeah. that dead zone from 15 to 75. Yeah, and Davis Webb was next at 87. Which is a bust, too. Yeah. Uh, then you had C.J. Beathard, Josh Dobbs, Nathan Peterman, Brad Kaya, Chad Kelly. Man. A lot of swings and misses there. A lot of swings and misses. Uh, in 2016. I mean, Prescott comes around one every 10 years. Yeah. Brady comes around once ever. 2016 was Lynch, Hackenberg, we're in, that, we're in that 15 to 75. Yeah. They're, they're not hits. They're ba- I mean, they're total misses. And then, you, and, the, and then after Hackenberg was Jacoby Brissett. Where was he? What he was at 91. Okay. I mean, you'll take him. I'll take Jacoby Brissett 91 every yeah. year. But that's he's not a starter. Not a starter. He's yeah. been on, what, three or four teams already now, too. Uh, 2015, Garrett Grayson went at 75 after mm. Ouch. Winston and Mariota go one and two. The next quarterback taken was Garrett Grayson at 75. That's a pretty bad class. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. No, right. There were only like six quarterbacks taken that year. I don't think Grayson's in the league anymore. It was Sean, Sean Mannion, Bryce Petty, Brett Hundley, Trevor Simeon. That's a terrible class. It's awful. Yeah. Awful. And Winston and Mariota still could be something, but I'm not sure they're top 32 quarterbacks right now. Yeah. How about, I mean, 2014, Blake Bortles goes three overall. Uh-huh. Johnny Manziel goes at 22. Ooh. Teddy Bridgewater at 32. Like Manziel and Bridgewater are the perfect example of – One's a high risk guy. One's just a very low ceiling. A game guy. manager. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, he the one lasts, the other one didn't. But that's not the answer. Nobody's happy they have Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Derek Carr goes at thirty six. He's the accepted the rule. He yeah, was, he, he's worth it. Garoppolo goes at sixty two. I guess he is too. Logan Thomas goes at one twenty in that draft. He's <laughs> now a tight end. <laughs> yeah, he might go to the Pro Bowl this year as a tight end. Yeah. Tom Savage at one thirty five. I guess he had an okay career. Aaron Murray at 163. A.J. McCarron at 164. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting something out of him. A little bit. They got uh, a second contract. Yeah. Zach Mettenberger at 178. I mean, these guys are bad. Bad. Uh, 2013, you had E.J. Manuel was the top quarterback. Number one. Number one at 16. And nobody even thought that was going to happen. No, right, right, right. That was a surprise. Then Geno <laughs> Smith. the 15 to 75. Yeah. Geno Smith went at. 70 uh, or 39, Ugh. and then Mike Glennon at 73. That was 0 or 3 in that. I mean, that's yeah. a, the poster boy for that conversation. And then the next quarterback's taken Matt Barkley at 98, Ryan Nassib at 110, Tyler Wilson at 112, Landry Jones at 115, uh, Brad Sorensen at 221, Zach Dysart at 234, BJ Daniel 237, Sean Renfrey at 249. Wow. Just when we thought the Jamarcus Russell <laughs> or maybe Mariota Winston draft was the worst quarterback class ever, then this one shows up. That was pretty bad. That's really, really – I mean, there's nothing came out of it. Yeah. Landry Jones has as good a career as anyone. Maybe better. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah Fifth-round pick. Uh, 2012 was, was Luck, Griffin, Tannehill, and top eight picks. Mm-hmm. Brandon Whedon at 22. The Browns love they taking love those. They taking them in that <laughs> danger zone. <laughs> wow. Take your twenty-eight. That guy was like your twenty-eight-year quarterback, twenty-eight-year-old right, yeah. quarterback at twenty-two. They all get something big wrong with them in that neighborhood. And then they know? doubled down. They got they got Brock Osweiler a couple years later at fifty-seven. They didn't draft him. They though. they didn't draft him, but the Broncos did at fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a that's not a, hit, not a hit. And then Russell Wilson was seventy-five that year. Okay. Imagine you know had the Browns. Let's let's say the Browns instead of taking Brandon Whedon at twenty-two, instead take Russell Wilson at. Oh. 
it, it's what he, you know. They may have dominated the division since. Or does he does he not become what he's become with that's that? That's a very good possibility too. Because Seattle was the perfect landing spot for him. They had just rebuilt that whole defense mm-hmm. in the previous two drafts, and all of a sudden they get the quarterback. And because they, I mean, for people that forget, this time of year we all thought Flynn was going to be their quarterback. They yeah. spent some money on him. He was a Rogers backup, and so it's a perfect. I mean, it's a perfect guy to leap over. Yeah, I mean, like he's not that much of a, an obstacle. But you look at that quarterback. Okay, you had Luck. You had Robert Griffin, mm-hmm. for who was good for a couple of years. And those two go really high in any yeah. draft. They were great prospects. Tannehill was eight. Yeah. That's a hit. Yeah. Uh, then you had uh, Russell Wilson at 75. That's a good group. Nick Foles at 88. That's a hit. You could say that's, that's a, a hit. That's a big time yeah. hit. Yeah. Kirk Cousins at 102. That's a massive hit. That's a hit. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the best 15 quarterbacks on the planet. Ryan Lindley played a lot. He was at pick 185 that's for the Cardinals. Class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I contend that Luck's a Hall of Famer if he sticks it out too. Yeah, if he plays a few more years. I mean, if he would have yeah. had a, if he wouldn't have given it up and just had a normal career and stayed reasonably healthy, the balance of power would be a lot different too. Cam Newton in 2011 was the number one overall pick. Jake Locker went eighth overall. Yeah, um, that's that awesome class with yeah. AJ Green and Julio. And then the Vikings surprised everybody. Or, I'm sorry, Blaine Gabbert went tenth. Ooh. Christian, Everybody was a hit except quarterbacks. Though. Christian Ponder at 12. Yeah, that, I mean, that shocked people, yeah. too. Andy Dalton at 35 was a much better player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaepernick Col- was, too. Colin Kaepernick went th- with the next pick at 36. Ryan Mallett at 74. Um, to New England? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, had a lot of day two quarterbacks during the Brady era. Yeah. Um, also in that draft, Tyrod Taylor was a sixth-round draft pick. Yeah, you'll take that. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, T.J. Yates went at 152 to the uh, Texans. Mm-hmm. He's still in the league, or at least yeah. has you know, played I for I mean, you hit on a Tyrod Taylor in the sixth round, and it didn't work out this way, but if he's your 10-year backup and starts a lot of games in between there, that's a fantastic move. Goes back to our, uh, you know, my point here. That First of all, that 2005 draft class was not bad. No, it's one of the better ones we've talked about the yeah. more we talk about. I mean, some of these are horrible. And the pick the Steelers used in 2019 or 2018 on Mason Rudolph was not a wasted pick. No. I mean, in terms of what you have for what you paid, that's not one of the better ones, but it's middle of the road or better. Yeah. It's above average No, for, you, for you, what you have from yeah. that player. If the Steelers— the money you've invested in a backup quarterback. If the Steelers, let's say they sign Mason Rudolph uh, as their— stopgap quarterback or mm-hmm. whatever. And two years down the line wanted to trade Mason Rudolph. They would get something in return for Mason Rudolph. Probably. Probably. Yeah. That's a hard conversation to have because you don't know how many you know, how's he, he played play this yeah. year. I mean, does Ben have to miss time to let's, really Let's know? say he plays the way he has played. Well, let's say he's a really good preseason, which yeah. I, I kind of expect from him. I'll be a little disappointed yeah. if he doesn't have a you know, one of the better players on the field, especially against twos and you know, when he's yeah. playing with a good unit. I would expect him to as long as they don't let him get crushed every every time he drops back to pass. And I would think like week one he's going to play with all the ones. Yeah. Week two, I mean Ben's not going to play a lot in the preseason. No, I wouldn't expect it. I would think Rudolph should be one of the better Steelers in the preseason. If that's all you see from him, he's going to have a market on the open market. Yeah. Or value if the Steelers sign him to a two-year deal. I mean, look around the league at who the twos are around the league. Look around the league at who some of the ones are. Right. <laughs> I mean, Bridgewater's better than him. Yeah, but it's not. It's not markedly better. I mean, we might change that tune. You think Washington? You think Washington would like to have Mason Rudolph right now? Right. I mean, just in the mix and yeah, yeah, right. Give him all the preseason. Or if he were in Denver, right? Exactly. 
Could he beat out Drew Locke? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my point. Like, Bridgewater's better than him, but is he? <laughs> you know what I mean? What and do you want to even... what do you want out of your quarterback? That's yeah. the that's the conversation that you have then next. Okay. Right. Rudolph is going to throw the football down the field a little bit here. We okay. know Teddy right. won't. Teddy won't. You know, I mean he, he, the book's written on him. Yeah. I mean the book's not totally written on Mason. Um but this whole conversation to me really revolves around next year. You yeah. know, like when you say, well, they'll just get their quarterback, you know, they'll just use first round pick on a quarterback. Well, if they're picking 24, you know. It's not good business. History isn't real kind yeah. to you. I mean, it's no. not. you got to go all the way back to, to, you know, 2004 to find, you know, everybody likes to bring that one up. Well, or 2005, I should say. Well, Aaron Rodgers fell to the 24th pick. Nobody thought that he should have. Nobody thought that he should have. I mean, it's funny. We talked about this on my podcast today, too, because I was in that war room, and Surprisingly, the Browns didn't think they needed a quarterback at that point. I mean, <laughs> they drafted Luke McCown the year before. And they had Garcia. And they had just signed Garcia. Yeah. We had just signed Garcia. And we thought Luke McCown could be somebody. And we still drafted Charlie Fry in the third round. Right. You know, thinking we're going to put you know put Kellen Winslow next to Edwards, and that's going to be a great spot for Luke to take over. We got two stud receivers, which they looked like at the time. Um, so the, the logic was sort of sound. But the Browns and – I, myself, had Rodgers over Smith. If we were going to take a quarterback at three, it would have been Rodgers. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers then doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers now. No, he I mean. He was a late bloomer. He got a couple years behind Favre to, to kind of. I think he, that was really important. He didn't have to play early. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't happen no. these days. I think he learned. A, I mean, I don't think they were buddies, but I think he looked at Favre and said, I can be aggressive like him. Yeah, I can know? throw the ball down the field like because he, he was coming from passer. a West Coast kind of yeah college offense. Get the and ball he was out a skinny quickly. dude. Yeah, you know, like he wasn't the prospect. Nobody saw that coming. You know yeah. what he turned in. If they would have, they would have taken him in the you know yeah. yeah. And again, we'd he'd like gone number one overall. Right, 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 right. <laughs> without question. And it was odd that he fell the way he did because there was a couple points. I don't, I'm trying to think how that draft went because there was a couple points where. You know, if he would have got passed, there, there just wasn't as many quarterback needs that year for some Well, again, you, you had just gotten through the 2004 draft where there were five quarterbacks taken in the in – the, the point. There were right. five the quarterbacks in the first round. The Giants are yeah. out of the market. The Chargers are out of the market. You had the Manning, Rivers, right. Roethlisberger. Losman was a first-round draft pick. Matt right. Schaub was a, was a second-round pick. Right. Uh, right, right. Luke McCown was a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Okay. Case in point. Yeah. I mean, there was teams that liked their young guy. Yeah. More than – yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that just wasn't, uh, you know, the year before Green that, didn't need him and Cincinnati had taken Carson Palmer. The, the Jaguars had, had uh, Byron Leftwich. The Ravens had just taken Kyle Bowler in the first round. Yeah. Rex Grossman was a first-round draft pick. So there was a, a, a large uh, run I mean, that's there. That's true, true every year. You know, like, yeah. it's, people have taken them recently. But I do remember thinking, wow, there's not as many needs, at, you know, quarterback-needy teams, and it hurt Rodgers' draft stock. Or, you know, his draft position. Yeah, there just weren't as many spots for him mm-hmm. to land. And he wasn't an ultra prospect, contrary to popular belief. I mean, he was a much better pro than he was prospect. And I think what's changed now um, is you see those those quarterbacks. It used to be, again, we'll, I'll go back to just a couple of years ago when, when there were five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Mm-hmm. That tied a record. That doesn't happen. No, no, now no. we're talking about five quarterbacks going in the top ten mm-hmm. this year, potentially. And that's a very rare thing. That, like, it's will there ne- be five next year? Is this going to be a trend? We've seen I don't it. Know I mean, the names. I last year there were four. Up. 
They were four last year. They were three in 2019. They were five in 2018. Mm-hmm. They were three in 2017. Uh, you know, they were three in 2016. They were only two in 2015. You know, we get, we go back to some of those other drafts that we went through. Troy Palmolo is 40 years old today. Yeah. Makes me feel old. But there were some of those drafts that we went through where there wasn't a quarterback taken. Uh, for example, E.J. Manuel in 2013 went 16th overall. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. I and mean, that was a bad class. The top quarterback goes somewhere in the top 10. They, whoever it is. I'm yeah. not sure who next If not one is, overall. They're going to go in the top five for sure, whoever right. that guy is, even if it's as bad a prospect as E.J. Manuel. Because in that team yeah. could have just taken another quarterback three years ago. Mm-hmm. But they're ready to oh, – got to try something new. This guy's played. <sighs> I don't know if, if that's the great. It's, it's, sure it's not a great answer. way to develop quarterbacks. No, but I think what's different, at least in the mindset of the set of these teams, though, is having Daniel Jones isn't great. I mean, he's not a toolsy player. He might turn into an average starter, but still, having him for five years is so cost effective, right? That I think like the Wilson years sort of showed people what an advantage it is especially someone outside the first round. But yeah. even an early first-round pick is better than giving the Andy Daltons of the world 25. Right. You know? That's just the co- – I mean, the cost of doing business at the quarterback position is – Extreme if it's yeah. a, a veteran. So much so – it's so much different than any other position on the field where mm-hmm. your quarterback, if he's any good, is making 25 million dollars a year. Right. See, I think that's the biggest thing Mac Jones has going for him. Not the three, but if you're – I don't know. Denver or New England or somebody like that, and say, I can get the same play out of this guy as I can out of Cam or whoever Teddy I Teddy Bridgewater. Today. Right, Bridgewater. Yeah. Bridgewater was making like $14 million last year, wasn't he? Or even more. I think it's more than that, yeah. I mean, I'd rather Mac Jones and give up a first-round pick and use that money on left tackles and receivers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and have average, and still have average quarterback right. play. You know? I don't think that was as big a deal back then. That, yeah. that we need a cost-effective quarterback. And also the the middle-of-the-road guys are now, you know. I don't know if there's much of a short, as much of a shortage as there used to be. Either. Right. Like, if Dalton – I always bring him up, but there, there has been a lot of talented young quarterbacks in the league and a lot of them that can move better. And even back to the Alex Smith conversation, the league is so much better now at adjusting – to their quarterback as opposed to making their yeah. quarterback adjust we're gonna, to you, them. Yeah, you got to learn our system. This is what the NFL Well, no, was. we're going to – yeah. Right. I mean, that's a mistake. Right. I mean, that's Stone Age thinking. Yeah, you adjust to what you're, the talent of, of, that you have, not the other way around. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, I often bring up Vic and Young and Cordell. Those guys would be first pick in the draft this year. I mean, maybe not over Trevor Lawrence, but they'd yeah. be in the fields conversation. Yeah, yeah. And probably would have better careers. Well, there's not a doubt in my Brandon mind. Cunningham, yeah. yeah, even Flutie. Yeah, you know he'd figure I mean? out ways to use those guys much better than they right, did back right. in the day. What would but Cordell the, be like coming out right now? He'd be a first-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. He'd be right there with, you know, you'd be looking at him and going, okay, is it Justin Fields or is it Cordell Stewart? Right. I mean, would he have went over Lamar in the same draft? Maybe. Would he have gone Bigger over, dude. over Josh Allen in yeah. the same draft? Maybe. You know, yeah. same conversation. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but that's going to do it for this segment of The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, I want to say uh, thanks for my partner, Matt Williamson. We also want to say thank you to uh, Jacob Breck for keeping us here on the air. And uh, we also want to say thank you to you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
Welcome back to Full Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and it's time for our mock draft. We're running out of mock draft time. Yeah, we were kind of talking about this off the air. I mean, we're going to go our normal three shows this week, and either one or two next week. We got to figure that out. So there's not a lot of mocks and mocking to be done, but there's also not a lot changing either. We I mean, might, uh, if we're back, and I think we will be back next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We might just do a, a complete full first round mock draft and then roll from there and that'd be fine by me yeah just yeah. go through it all the, that would be the entire show that'd be the, pretty much the yeah. entire show yeah uh but we could have a lot of fun with that you oh, know, that since it is the day before the draft uh but uh we're drafting here off the pro football focus hmm. uh drafter here and our pick is up or i didn't start to i gotta start it here but it'll be up quickly okay um so we're rolling here and the picks ahead of us Ooh, got a shocker here no Okay, so at 20, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker goes to the Bears. Very feasible. Rashawn Slater goes to wow. the Colts. Wow, they would love that. Yeah. that. Yeah. Jason Oa to the Titans. I've heard they're very interested, and they're a very traits-driven drafting team. So yeah. maybe that is a possible landing spot for him. How about this one? The Jets take Kyle Trask. Who the heck did the Jets take in the se- they took Zach Wilson and Kyle Trask? We need to restart that, this. Nah, I'm restarting. That's ridiculous. Go to a different site. Ridiculous. They get, they get, they get booted. Ridiculous. That's no good. That's the pro football focus. You have to take a million quarterbacks well, to get an A nonsense. I also put it all on the public board. I'm just going to take it mostly public here. Okay. And we'll see if that changes things. I mean, I could see Kyle Trask maybe going 32 or some quarterback. Not to a team that just took a – you're not taking two quarterbacks in the first round. No, That's ridiculous. They have a million needs. Okay, so mix that. Quiddy Pay goes to the Bears. Samuel Cosme to the Colts. Okay, both those add up. Kadarius Tony to the Titans. Najee Harris to the Jets. Wow. Okay, I'm kind of glad that happened. You know, it makes us just now we got to make a decision. Maybe got to be a little bit different. Yeah. Okay, so the top guys available: Rashad Bateman, Greg Newsom, Elijah like Newsom a lot, Elijah Vera Tucker. I don't think that's the fit. Uh, Elijah Moore, Jason Owa, Walker Little, Jalen Phillips, Asante Samuel Jr., uh, Terrace Some good Marshall, there. Tevin Jenkins still available. Uh, the running back position we're, we're right now we're looking at Javante Williams or Travis Atn. They now have Javante Williams rated ahead of Atn. By the way, do they really? Mm-hmm. That's a tough decision for me. It really is. We do have three trade back offers. Okay. Let's see what we got. I don't want to go far though, because I want to. Well, the Jets are the have the, the highest pick remaining here. They're offering us thirty four. The Dolphins are offering us thirty six, and then the Rams at thirty seven or fifty seven, I should say. You so think 30... we can get a, a, a back at thirty four? Well, we're trading back with one of the teams that just took a back. So I was say, that, that takes that, them off the board. We don't want to go back behind Miami I at thirty five. Atlanta. Yeah. I think I can live at 34. Uh, well, let's see what we can get there then from them. They have 34, 66, 86, 107, 146, 154. So they've got some. Well, they got stuff, yeah. They got stuff. Well, let's see if we can get 34 and 66 first. They're going to say no, but let's try it. That's two second round picks yeah, for yeah. first. That's yeah. the going rate. We might even be able to toss in a next year's. Fifth or their fourth or something. Yeah, let's see if we can get a five and a, a six on that one. Yeah, I guess two seconds isn't that much to ask to get into the first round. They did not take that. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll dump the next year picks out of that then and see if they take that instead. They did not take that. Okay. 34, 66. 34 and 86 don't. Here's the thing, though. We know that the Jets aren't taking a running back. No, that's a nice part But of if that. we make a trade with the Dolphins, they very well may. 
Is what anybody else? What else can we get with 86? I'm going to go 86. If I go 80, 34, 86, then I definitely want a next year pick from them. Like a three. Yeah, I want something. From a bad team. Yeah. Throw in this year's seventh, too, so we don't have to pick it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that trick. That they accepted. So we got 34, 86, and they're in the Jets' third round pick next year. That's a nice pick to have. In for the 24 and 254. Cool. Okay, so we're good. We're okay. resuming the draft here. And we agree that we're taking a running back here. If there's one, if, if ATN or Williams is Ooh. there, we're taking one. Ooh. Okay, so they take, they came up to get Elijah Vera Tucker. That makes perfect sense too. ATN went at thirty-one to the so Chiefs. The Jets would have had Najee Harris, Vera Tucker, and a quarterback. Yeah, nice. That's a nice haul. Nice, nice haul. Uh, Travis ATN goes to the Chiefs. That makes no sense at all. Uh, I mean, good. Edward Zolaire. I mean, yeah. They take weapons, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But okay. I mean, All right, so like. we're back up on the clock. Gregory Rousseau was the first pick of the day two. Okay. Um, so I, mean, I think this has to be Williams. We just got to take Javante Williams. Right, right, right. There right. we go. So Javante Williams is the pick. And that's fine. Yeah. Okay. But we're up. We got a lot of stuff now. We got stuff. And we're up again here. The top players available Elijah Moore, Dylan Raddins, Elijah Molden, Jamin Davis, Ronnie Perkins, Landon Dickerson. Hmm. Diami Brown, Jabril Cox, Jamar Johnson, Richie Grant, Quinn Miners, Liam Eikenberg. So there's a lot here that there is a lot here that we really like. We've got 55, 86, 87 upcoming. Yeah, but whoever I mean, those names. There was like five names there I liked a lot: Davis, Molden, Dickerson, Miners. Do we then look into packaging one of those 86 or 87? We've got two third-round picks now next year. Technically, we'll have three for when we get Bud back. We know mm-hmm. we're going to have three third-round picks yeah, next yeah. year. We could package one of those later picks, like two-thirds to move up well, here's and get one of these other guys. So let's say we take Jamin Davis, okay? who I would be very fond of. That would be great. Uh, Molden would be interesting. The fact that there's two centers makes me more likely to trade up, you know, and, I, and I'm cool with that. But how do we do that without them going off the boards? And you know, like how does the, the software work? Yeah. The, um, well, I'd have to offer the the trade before I start it back up. Mm-hmm. So right now you have the interior guys: Dickerson, Miners, Kendrick Green are all available. Mm-hmm. As is, and I would rank them in that. Order as is Josh matter. Myers. Okay. So there's some guys there. Um, Where do we have to go to get them though? You know what I mean? Well, um, I don't think we want to go below. But here, the, the, the teams picking after us are Seattle, the Rams, Baltimore, Cleveland. We're not making trades with Baltimore mm-hmm. and Cleveland. And then the Saints. The Saints and the Rams need a lot of stuff and have cap issues. Yeah. And, you know, they might be trade partners. They could be. Um, so we, if got, we offer our next pick, what's that, 86? Yeah. And our third, not the Jets third, our third. That probably doesn't get us there. Well, let's see. Okay. We want to go with try the Rams first? Sure. Let's give them a call before we make this pick. Yeah. All right. So they got 57. We want to offer them 86, which is Seattle's, and we want to offer them our third-round pick next year because yeah, we think the Jets yet. pick is going to be higher. Right, right, right. Let's see if they bite on that. They did. They took they did. it. Okay. So, okay, so now we've so got – let's take Jamin Davis. We've got 55 and 57. Nice. So – I think we take a defender – Preferably Davis, but Molden is – I really like Molden. And then there's going to be a center. Okay, so you want Davis or Molden? 
Jamin Davis is the pick. The pick after that was Peyton Turner, so we still have our pick. Mm, of, okay. We have our pick of the interior offensive line. But we also have two trade offers. I was offers. Saying, now I consider trading back five spots. Okay, so. I got three guys I love. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles are on the phone. They've got pick 70. Do we want to go down that far? What number is this? This is 57. Maybe. They have 70 and 84. Can we get both those? For 57? And the fifth we would actually, something? Yeah, we would actually come out higher on that. Who else is on the phone? Also on the phone is the Rams at 86. Well, we just talked to them yeah, a minute we, ago, didn't we? Yeah. So se- let's see. if, if, if Will they bite on 70 and 84 for 57? Because okay. we still got some guys there that we would take. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a chance a center fall. One of the centers will be One of the centers will be there. Might not be our favorite, too, though. Right. Let's see if they do it. They don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll make a go ahead and make a pick. Let's try one. Three rebut that with throwing in a fifth. Seventy, eighty-four, fifth next year, or this year. Either. Uh, well, we don't have a fifth this year. Or so a sixth, that. or something. Yeah, right. Oh, they took that. Okay. So we they we gave up fifty-seven in our sixth round pick in 2022 okay. and for 70 and 84. Nice. Okay. Um, there's the still three guys I really liked molding in two centers. Okay, they so very well could go. but uh, The Eagles, with our pick, took Tylen Wallace. Good. We want receivers. Then Joe Tryon, Dylan Raddins, Elijah Moore, Richie Grant, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Rashad Weaver, Kellen Mond, Eichenberg Great. went, Quinn Miners went to the Jets. Yeah. Jalen Mayfield to the Texans. Patrick Johnson to the Falcons. Ronnie Perkins goes to the Bengals. And we're back on the clock here. And Landon, Landon Dickerson's still on the – I think you take Dickerson. <laughs> we got to take Dickerson. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a gift. You got him at the top well. of the third round. And we're back up at 84. And Elijah Molden is still there. Take him. Boom, done. Yeah, right, right. All right, that worked out well. Very, very well. And we're back up at 87. Nice. Okay, so top guys available, uh, Diami Brown, Jamar Johnson, Ardarius Washington. We got our slot, though. Jamar Johnson's interesting. It's just a bonus prize. Yeah. Here. Kelvin Joseph, Kendrick Green still available. You could, yeah. You could take him as a true guard. You could. Yeah. Um, I would prefer a tackle here, though, if we're going Right, online. if we're going to do that. Brady Christensen, the top tackle on their board available. Let's see who their guys are. I'd also available. consider a tight end. We don't want to just look at – Okay, so the top tackle is available. Christensen, Stone Foresight, Robert Hainsey, who's probably not. Yeah, uh, Spencer Brown is still there. Deontay Johnson or Deontay Smith is still there. Jalen Moore. Okay. So there's some guys there that are developmental guys. I don't think I'd go Christensen because I don't need him this year. Yeah. Um, but who the second uh, Forsyth? Forsyth, I would really consider. Um, the tight end position: Tommy Tremble and Hunter Long are both still available. I might go that direction. Um. What else could we use here? We got a corner. Um, is there a D tackle? I can't believe is available type guy or an edge. You can't believe is available. Milton Williams is there. Nah. Uh, Tommy Togiai. That's not a. I like Togiai, but that doesn't. Yeah. Away. Uh, the edge is Cam Sample, Chris Rumpf, Jonathan Cooper, Shaka Tony, Josh Kando. These guys are all rated. They're lower. all kind of the same. For yeah. Me. Um, I think I'd do a tight end. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, you like Tight tre- end or tackle? You like Tremble or Long there? Because we don't pick again until 128. We're not getting one of those two tight ends. I say we get them now or never. Yeah. We might get one of those tackles. There might be somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't have a strong preference between Long and Tremble. I think Tremble fits what you want to do a little bit better as a okay. blocker. 
Um, yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. Okay, we get a little bit of a wait here. Coming down. We've done here. well. We made five picks, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking edge. Certainly thinking um, tackle. We're back up at 128. We've got five trade offers. Oh, boy. Uh, but let's see who's available first. It's the tackle position. Brady Christensen and Stone Forsythe still available. Yeah, I, I think that's hard to pass up. Which one do you want? I guess Forsythe, but both of them to me are valuable. Yeah. Forsythe's just longer and bigger. Yeah. All right, Forsythe is the pick. Yeah. I'm really liking this draft. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I've heard a lot of Max Starks comparisons with Forsythe. Yeah. I think yeah, he's a little more athletic than Starks. But, but the size is Florida, similar in huge, Florida. Right, yeah. right, yeah. We're back up now at 140. The top guys available are still Jamar Johnson, Kelvin, Kelvin Joseph. Kendrick Green is still available. Hmm. I think I'd take Johnson. Tay Gowan, uh, Josh Palmer, Milton Williams still available. Brady Christensen is still available. Cade Johnson, Jalen Darden. Benjamin St. Juiced. Uh, Some interesting guys. Khalil Herbert, uh, Odigizuwa, Trey Brown, Robert mm -hmm. Hainsey. We uh, took a slot already, though. Yeah. Uh, Monty Rice. There's we some guys Jamie here. Davis, though. We just re-signed Vince. I know. I know. I'm just saying. This could be I a, think I'd take Johnson. At this point, though, we've filled the needs for the Oh, we list, have. Right. Except for edge. It'd be nice to have a third edge. Yeah. But I think Johnson's your third safety. And would get on the field... Fair amount. You and could also Edmonds isn't going to get long term. You could contract. also completely rebuild that offensive line this year if you take Green there. You yeah. not for this year, but they're gonna they're gonna be your backups. You know mm -hmm. who you're, you now know who your eight or nine are going to be on game days. You do with a lot of upside. With there. a lot of upside that you could be real happy about this Dickerson's in 2022. Not the most durable fellow. Let's go with Green. And take Green? Johnson would be my other pick. It's a great value. Right. I mean, holy man. You talk about addressing the O-line. It's, it's much better now than what it was. Boy, it's nice to have first-year – the linemen under first-year contracts. Yeah. yeah. Their first contract. Your line just got really young. Yeah. When you mix that with Dotson and, you know, all of a sudden you got four guys that are you put, here for a while. If your starting line in 2022 is Dotson, Dickerson, and Green on the interior – you're really physical on the interior. Yeah. And you're not paying the cash. <laughs> and you're not paying them. Yeah, you're not right. paying them a lot of money. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. we're back up now. Two... no little fella either. No, that's, right. yeah. We're up at 216 here. And, oh, my goodness. Ooh. Ooh, this is a value pick. Uh, at 216, Derek Barnes is still available. Hmm. I, I mean, I, if you told me right now you could swap 216 out for Barnes, I would. But recent developments with Jamin Davis and Vince Williams, I'd rather take an edge. I mean, I like his versatility to play some edge, but I'd rather just take an edge. Right. Well, let's see who's available at the edge position. Man, that's great value. It is. I mean, I like the player at that spot a lot. Okay, so the top guys available, Ernest Brown out of Northwestern. Mm, okay. Don't love him. Patrick Jones out of Pitt. That's not a bad value either. Teron Jackson's of Coastal Carolina. Raymond Johnson of Georgia Southern. William Bradley King out of Baylor. Malik Herring uh, out of Georgia. Jamar Watson out of Kentucky. Carlo Kemp. They're pretty pick through. Yeah. I think I'm calling a vet. Calling a vet. I look at, I'm looking at Derek Barnes there and saying, okay, I'm He's How about a safety, though? Or Barnes, a, Barnes would play for you on game days. He'd be active. Probably. Spillane might not be on the roster. He could be, you know, hey, give us five edge snaps a, a game. 
He's done Maybe. it. Maybe. I don't know. I might rather invest in a six-foot corner or third well, safety. Let's see what's safety's. Or a nose tackle. or yeah, Safety's pretty picked over, too. Jamie and Sherwood, uh, Ashari Crosswell, Derek Forrest, Marcus Murphy, Tariq Thompson. That got hit hard. Tyler Cole, yeah. Uh, cornerbacks, you're looking at. Um, tall trade, you know, guys with traits. And we already took a slot corner. Right. Uh, you're looking at uh, Mark Gilbert out of Duke, Antonio Phillips out of Ball State, Shamar Jean Charles out of App State, but he's more of a slot yeah, he's type. More of a slot. Nashawn Wright out of Oregon State, uh, Darren Hall out of San Diego State, Chris Wilcox out of BYU. I mean, there's just not much there. Nah. Um, I'd consider a nose, too. Well, let's look at that. This is the this is the spot we always get to. Like those first five rounds, we're happy as can be. Yeah, right, oh, right, right. I really like right, this right, guy. Right, and right. then you get to this point, and it's like, Ugh. yeah. Uh, Chris Tonga out of uh, BYU. I wouldn't have any problem with that. Uh, O'Brien Goodson is five ten nah, out of Memphis. Yeah, you need to be big and physical. Mark, uh, he's you're not beating the Browns with five ten nose tackle. Yeah, Quentin Bohanna out of Kentucky. Uh, Austin Fayalu out of Oregon. Taquan Graham out of Texas. Mustafa Johnson. Out of uh, Colorado, I mean, I think Tonga's Tonga's probably the biggest, the, the best one there. Six four three twenty one. Yeah, does have some sack production. He had yeah, he's he, not a total stiff. But he had seven in his career. And uh, last thing to look at, how about a wideout? We can look at it. And yeah, I mean, there's always value in this part of the draft. And he may not play a snap for us this year, but I don't. Might, might, might be your kick returner, right? I don't know. Juju's back a year from now. Uh, Jonathan Adams out of Arkansas State. Frank Darby out of Arizona State, DeMonte Coxie out of Memphis, Jamon Osbon out of Texas A&M, Osiris Mitchell, Mississippi State, Jalen Camp, who tested really well out of Georgia mm. Tech, didn't have much production. Yeah, as usual for that team. Uh, Josh Imara to bay, 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 <laughs> uh, out of uh, Illinois, who tested well as yeah, well. Yeah, I say he tested really well. Uh, Marlon Williams, UCF, Warren Jackson, Colorado State. He's that big like six, he's almost a, an Engram yeah, type, he's, type, maybe. He's big. Yeah, he is big. It didn't run six six two nineteen, but ran in the four fives. He might be Darren Waller. Yeah. Maybe hits, obviously. Um, I think I'd take Tonga. Okay, I can't argue against that. Yeah, one. I mean he's he's a decent player. Um, he might even be active on game day. I mean he's the nosiest yeah, he, guy on the team. You're adding, you know, extra bodies in that in that mm -hmm. room. Okay. We don't have a sixth or seventh round pick, right? We got two forty-five coming up. That's our last pick. Okay. And the guys, top guys available: Aaron Banks out of Notre Dame, Brendan James, tackle out of Nebraska, Drew Dahlman, the center out of Stanford. That dude from Nebraska. His name's not James, by the way. I've made that. It's Jameis. Jameis. Okay. Yeah, I'm still pronouncing it wrong. I think it's like I think the J is today like an H or whatever. Everyone in the world said it wrong, and except, and, but he's. We've taken three offensive linemen. I don't think he's for us. And Deontay Smith is still available as well. I mean, like, it'd be great. If, people, <laughs> if we nutshell, have known that before, right, right, maybe right. we don't. Both those guys would be great yeah. picks in the 200s. Uh, Ramonde Stevenson's still available. Hmm. I always wonder if there's a scat back type. Uh, Puka Williams is there, but. He doesn't do it. Yeah, he doesn't do it for me. Uh, Michael Manet still available. I mean, we wow. could. There's linemen. There's some we guys, yeah. Him, but we take Patrick three. Jones still available. At this point, do you just take him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the value. We, we, have, take we didn't take there. an edge because we didn't like that. No, I think you take Jones. But yeah, you just take him. Yeah, the production was there. No, no, no he's okay. I'd be fine with that. 
All right. So we get a B on our trade with the Jets Fair where enough. we got 34-86 in the 2022 third-round pick. We gave up 24 and 254. We got an A- from Pro Football Focus for taking, give you for taking Javante Williams. Wow. At 34 was an A-. minus. that picture? Yeah. Jamin Davis was only a C plus. Wow. How about that? Our trade with the Rams, where we got 86, we got 57, we give up 86 in our 2022 third round draft pick. Only got a C. They hmm. didn't like that trade. Doesn't like the future. Our trade with them with the Eagles, which that first trade allowed us to make this one, mm-hmm. where we gave up 57 in our 2022 sixth round draft pick to get 70 and 84. Got to be minus. Combined, we got more than we. Received. We moved up, yeah, yeah both. Yeah, right. yeah, Landon Dickerson at seventy only got us a C plus. I am sorry. Sorry, that's not a C plus pick. No, it all comes down to at seventy. Right. Are you yeah. kidding me? Come on, top of the third round, you get Landon Dickerson. I think he's the best interior guy in the class. Elijah Molden got us a B minus at eighty four. That'd be a great pick at eighty four. Tommy Tremble at eighty seven got us an A minus. Hmm. How about that? He's one of the top four tight ends. Stone Forsyth at 128 got us an A minus. Complete value that. pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ken, speaking of which, Kendrick Green at 140 got us an A minus. Just couldn't pass him up. Complete value pick. Uh, Tonga got us a C plus. Patrick Jones got us a C plus. Those were at 216 and 245. Overall, we got a B plus. Which is the best grade we've ever gotten for Pro Football Focus. And we need to draft the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, Javante Williams, Jamin Day. If you again, if you told me right now that the, t- the Steelers' top two picks, I don't care what order they're in. Are, are Javante Williams and Jamin Davis? You take it. I'm okay. And then yeah, you get yeah. Landon Dickerson. Your top three picks are Javante Williams, Jamin Davis, Landon Dickerson. Take it. You're on board with that. You can almost put them in any order, and I believe it. Yeah. And then you get Elijah Molden. Right. As well. Then you get Tommy Tremble. Yeah. And a tackle. Then you get Stone Forsythe. Like, that, uh, that's a home run of a draft. Check a lot of boxes there. Yeah. The problem with some, like, you make those trades, and we can do this sitting here. Mm-hmm. But we made that trade where we trade, uh, you know, a, before a, we made our pick, a twenty twenty two third round draft pick to move to fifty seven. Okay, now you better get your guy. But then we get that uh, that second offer. We don't know that second offer is going to come. No, of course, of course. So we probably would take Landon Dickerson at seventy, or we would have taken Miners. I think so. And then we don't get that that second pick with a, we don't get mm-hmm. Molden. And oh, by the way, we turned our third round pick into the Jets' third round pick right. next year. Right, we got which is nice. We got picks next year. Um, I mean, we just swapped out. I mean, our three went to somewhere yeah. else, and we took the Jets. So we get the Jets hope three. You, move up. you would hope yeah. that our our pick's going to be fifteen picks below <laughs> at the very we, the at Jets. the very least yeah, fifteen picks below what the Jets was. It's a bad year if you're picking ahead of the Jets. Yeah, no, but that's tremendous draft. Again, I, I have mixed feelings about all the moving around. I mean, it's it's somewhat realistic, but somewhat not. You know, but man. I mean, it's not like teams don't trade on draft day. You know, I mean, how many times did the, the Patriots trade down a couple times over the course of a draft and leave with 10 guys, you know? And they like them. I mean, they made the, the picks. <laughs> they even made the picks count as well as you'd like yeah. if you're a Patriot fan. But, and and just know. to show you how unrealistic, I, I get sent, people tweet us their drafts all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And we, I, is, I enjoy and looking I at the them. Yeah. I mean, right. Love it. But the, the way this, this simulator went, just to show you how wrong this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Lawrence one, Wilson two. Okay, Jamar Chase three to the to Forty ers Not happening. It's not going to happen. Devontae but... Smith then goes at four to the Falcons. That ain't happening. Not, not, not happening. Right. Panace... I mean, those guys are all going to go in the top. 12, yeah, they're, they're so going to be really there. Yeah, but right. right. 
Panesua at five, Justin Fields at six, Patrick Sertain at seven, Mac Jones, or I'm sorry, Trey Lance at eight, Mac Jones at nine. And those top nine, I just they would be the order, I would guess, but they're not craziness that there would be the nine guys off the right. board. Uh, Ten was Christian Derisaw, Jalen Waddell at eleven. You would say Kyle Pitts' name though. I have not. Christian Barmore at twelve. Hmm. Micah Parsons at thirteen. You'd love to see Barmore go before 24. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. J.C. Horn at 14. Rashawn Slater at 15 to the Patriots. They'd love that. They'd love that. Caleb Farley at 16. Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa at 17. Kyle Pitts finally goes at 18 to the Dolphins. That's the one I have the big problem with. <laughs> Come on. Then I mean, Trevon, might go four. Yeah, Trevon Morig to the uh, Washington at 19. You, again, if you're a Steelers fan, you love that. That's what I was just saying. Who's a couple names you – you really would love to see him go in the top 24. I think Mo Ring's high on the list. Uh, Barmore. Barmore, for sure. Yeah. Two you know, complete positions. Shots, they're they're right. not needs at all. Right, right, right. They're Any of those edge guys. So, right. quid, you know, Quiddy Pay goes at 20. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Cosme at 21 goes to the to the Colts. Kadarius Tony at 22. You want the receivers. You want the receivers to go. To go. You know three are going to be gone, but it'd be nice if a fourth is gone Yeah, at 24. Uh, then Najee Harris goes at 23. Elijah Vera Tucker at 24. Mm-hmm. Will we Vera Tucker, out? you want to go too, and he yeah. will. I mean, some of them you just know are going to go. But yeah. there's probably 15 names that could that you're hoping for. Uh, Aziz Ojolari goes at 25 to Jacksonville. Cleveland takes Rashad B- uh, Bateman. Hmm. Um, the Ravens take Jason Owa. I could see him being a birdie. The Saints take Jalen Phillips. Yeah. Alex Leatherwood goes to the Packers. Yeah. I can see him being a chief or a Packer at the end of the first round. Greg Newsom goes to the Bills. Yeah, they nice, would love that. That would be a nice pick for the Bills. Uh, ATN goes to the Chiefs, and then Zayvon Collins finishes off the first round going to Tampa Bay. I think he's going to be a first-round pick. Yeah. Probably earlier. But even if that, you know, you look at that top of that second round, Russo, Javante Williams, Carlos Basham, Terrace Marshall. Nick Bolton, Joseph Asai, Asante Samuel, Wyatt Davis, Davian Nixon. Tevin Jenkins goes goes all the way Pretty down late. at 42. I don't know how the Chiefs would take ATN over. Creed Humphrey eight. goes at 45. Um, Pat Fryermuth goes at 47. Walker Little at 48. Uh, Jackson Carmen, 49. Creed Humphrey would make a team really happy at 45. Yeah. The Colts took Kyle Trask at 54. I guess I could buy that, especially if you end up with extra picks. Yeah. Those guys might go a little higher. But they just did take a quarterback last year. Yeah, took Eason last year. Another pocket passer. Uh, Tampa Bay took Calamond at 64. I think 64 could definitely be a quarterback. Yeah. 32 could be a quarterback. Um, Leon Eichenberg falls to the third round. Quinn Miners falls to the third round. Jalen Mayfield falls to the third round. My man Patrick Johnson goes at 68. Yeah, when that happened, I almost said, wow, he's gaining some steam. Um, But, yeah, there's some some picks there that guys that were being talked about early in the process are now falling yeah, a little yeah. farther down the boards. Guys who we weren't talking about a month and a half ago are going higher. There's a couple names, and again, this is the season not to believe, but I've heard some people say Milton Williams could be a top 40 pick. He could be. You know, you can uh, see that in the terrible defense tackle draft. There's traits there. Quarter, or coaches look at him and say, I'll take that. I can coach that in. up, yeah. 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 Maybe Geno Atkins When type. we talked to Greg Cosell – a few weeks ago, he said, "Look, there was there's a feeling among NFL teams that he wasn't used right correctly. He was he's taking on two blockers in that defense. Right. Like he's your best guy. Let him attack. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. You yeah, wouldn't I mean, try to free him up. Not not hey, you take on these double teams and we'll let somebody else go make plays. Could he be the Bengals second round pick or something? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, there's potential there for that. So, 
always interesting. Always love to do them, and we're running out of they mock drafts. Um, and so, uh, but we do appreciate. Uh, we always love to do them, and uh, we'll do another one Wednesday. We got another okay. one then on Friday, Monday, and then we'll do our big draft. So we have four mock drafts left. Four mock drafts left. And we got one with LouisVuitonSteelers.com too, but yeah, we have that one to be in print. And yeah. we'll probably talk about that a little bit too. We will do that, uh, nice. but th- that's going to do it for this show. So for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.